Okay, so this is another. <laughs> uh, I would say witch adjacent character, okay. <laughs> kind of like what you did, because she's got powers. She just doesn't. I would call her like a witch per se, but you know. Uh, <laughs> I pick because this episode is Mr. and Mrs. Witch has to do with cold-hearted assassins. <laughs> wow, I'm I'm finding some kind of like cold-hearted assassin type witch person. So I am picking. We've never picked anybody from the show yet. Azula from Avatar: The Last Airbender. We haven't, and there's witches in that. I mean, they're technically benders. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I would, because it's different. It's a different kind of of witch, I would say. But yeah, they've got the power to bend the elements. And Azula's like crazy psychotic, but super powerful. And she's super awkward, and I love it. She's got blue fire because it's so hot. And she can (laughs) lightning bend and stuff. So I love her. So I'm picking Azula for this witching minute. (laughs) Yay, it's about time. Yes. Zuko's sister. Mm-hmm. Daughter of the Fire Lord Ozai. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. It's so sharp. <laughs> Hello. Nice to see you again. Mm-hmm. You put some clothes on. Hello and welcome to this week's Hanging with the Hollowells. My name's Sean. I'm the Ultimate Charm Newbie. And I'm Kevin, the Ultimate Charmed Expert. <laughs> and this week we're talking about Mr. and Mrs. Witch. Only the folks next door. Kevin, I'm so excited <laughs> for the game today. Um, I'm not going to lie. I set it up like two hours ago. Um, it was very high with my friend Vicky on the couch from Once Upon a Cult, and we set up the game, and I'm excited for it. Oh, I'm excited and nervous <laughs> as usual. So You should be. You should be. What's going uh, on with you? You said you have something to share. I've got something to share. Well, I was at work today being kind of bored because it was kind of a slow day, and I was talking to somebody who is a fan of us on Instagram. Oh. <laughs> this is Franz Jose Fland, Joey Skelly. Um, and he's like, thanks to you and Sean, also love hanging. I found out about the comics and just read through them. So he's gonna he's listening to Words of the Witches and he's listening to this show, but he said something like, uh, uh, you, we, me and you have such great chemistry. I always just smile listening to you too. Ah, <laughs> that's so sweet. Yeah. You two always just crack me up. So I'm like, uh, I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah. You know how to push each other's buttons. <laughs> so just like little things. And I just wanted to shout him out because I had a really fun conversation with him. And, you know, he loves our shows. So, yay. That's really cool. I love hearing from the fans like that. So thank you, Joe, for um, reaching out and sharing. Yeah. And I, too, love working with Kevin, which is why we're constantly talking about the future together <laughs> we have so many things in the in the works we're not we're not gonna let up we're just gonna talk and talk and enjoy our love yeah enjoy our love 
Speaking of love, today we're talking about Mr. and Mrs. Witch. This aired on January 8, 2006. I didn't realize how long or how late into the 2000s the show went. Yeah, like, it ended May 21st, 2006. That was the last episode. Wow. Okay. So, mm-hmm. And this is written by Rob Wright, directed by fancy old James L. Conway. And which is unusual because he's usually the finale and premiere guy, so he's doing it right in the middle of the season. And he's married to Elise. Yes, Rebecca Balding. <laughs> See, I do listen to you sometimes. <laughs> you do. I'm very I love that you do that sometimes every once in a while. <laughs> All right, scene one. Scene one. All right. Fucking Billy <laughs> is boring the hell out of Phoebe with her theory that her sister was kidnapped for her powers. It's like, if I'm a witch, she's probably a witch too. So they must want her for a reason. So it's revealed that the sisters invited Billy's parents to dinner to try to get more info about Billy's upbringing. One might question her upbringing. <laughs> 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 Billy has enchant has enchanted a piece of paper to tell her the truth. So pretty much if anybody magical touches it, it will like glow and she'll be like, Oh, I know they're magical and lying. Um It works because she used it on page. She wants to hand the paper to a guy who was kidnapped at a young age and get into and get info. info. Yes. Billy makes a joke about her parents sucking the life out of the manor, and a vase full of flowers dies. <laughs> I knew right away, Kevin. I knew it was going to be important. Well, that's because you want you look up in that dusty old attic and you see these like beautiful bouquet of flowers. I'm like, that's really out of place. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like that doesn't belong there. And then of course they highlight it and it's like, okay, yes. <laughs> so I have just like a really small complaint. Okay. The fact that this episode is named Mr. and Mrs. Witch, the minute they mention Billy's parents in the very beginning, you're like, oh, they're witches. And like, <laughs> since that may or may not be something important later, I just thought it was funny they named the episode that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And yeah. I mean, we, yeah, it's just a clue to what's happening. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because I didn't guess the full thing. So that's that's still good. But I feel like knowing that they're a witch is like... A big thing. Well, who's a witch? Well, I'll say it later. I don't want to spoil it. Okay. For okay. Don't spoil it. Okay. Cool. Well, wait. <laughs> Piper is prepping for dinner with the Jenkins. She starts to videotape everything to give to Leo when he's back because he don't want to miss a thing. Phoebe oh. is annoyed by the camera. She's already having trouble writing her column without being watched. She had to write a story on twins who live together. One twin is having issues opening up to their boyfriend since they're so close to their twin. Yeah. I found that a very odd column. Like, in my mind, I know it's dark, but I'm like, the, the twins are sleeping together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be unusual for a charm to have that incest vibe. I mean, they've done it quite a few times before, especially season one. You think about Gabriel and, uh, what's your face? The... Um, Helen, Helena, Gabriel and Helena from Witch Proves It Anyway. 
It's like, okay, Kuhai, yeah. well, my brother Gabriel. They were totally sleeping together. The Roe Coven <laughs> brothers were totally sleeping together. Like, it's it's a thing. It's a thing? <laughs> okay. So are these two sleeping together? No, they're not. But okay. <laughs> but these <laughs> twins probably are. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah, but I felt so bad for Piper. It was so cute. She's like wants to like film all the stuff. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's cute, but I also see where Phoebe's coming from. In that, like, is Leo really gonna need to see Piper getting ready to have a party? Like, I guess yeah, maybe like, he would like that. Look at all the fine china that we've presented yeah. for Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think he'd be more interested in the food than the serve serving where, but yeah. What did you yeah. make that day? Why don't you make that for me? <laughs> like, <laughs> how did it taste? <laughs> yeah, that weird pot roast with the lines on. It. I don't know what that was. <laughs> that yeah, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> okay, scene three. Fucking Billy lied to Phoebe and went to go see the survivor Rod Dalvos. She hands him the enchanted truth paper just as his business partner cousin storms in. Billy gets freaked out from her fight their fighting and leaves. Just as Billy leaves, Rod reveals he knows well because he touches the paper and it glows. So she already sees she's like, oh my gosh, he's something. He's magical. He's something. Oh. And so she's like, I gotta go. And when she goes, Rod's like, oh, she's a witch bitch. I know it. And <laughs> a woman appears burgers from thin air. She says that him taking the company tomorrow is too important. The woman, Nanta. <laughs> My Nanta. <laughs> oh, 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 my Nanta. Yes. Uh, tells Rod to stay his course while she handles Billy. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It made me think of Mampire because, like, it's like they took Santa and put an N in front of it. Nanta. <laughs> But I didn't think of it like, oh my Nanta. <laughs> my Nantas are bark my Nantas are barking. Oh. <laughs> Let's see. Oh. Nanta looks like it's a thing too. So before we hate on it too much, like it's a word that's out there. What does it mean? Tell us. It looks like there's a South Korean comedy called Nanta. And there's a band called Nanta, a theatrical show. Yeah, oh. that's a thing. Oh, there's okay. an Ewok named Nanta? I did not know that. But nothing supernatural. Nothing. No. There's no lore or anything. Okay. No lore. Speaking of lore, like this little scene, I feel like is terrifying and intriguing. The mm-hmm. way that they reveal that Rod was switched at birth. Like, are they putting demons into places of power and like slowly taking over? I mean, we've that's what they do because demons, the the whole thing of evil, they love to hide in the human world. They've done it throughout. You know that's why Cole went to law school. He was literally put through law school just so he can you know be a in the a seat of power, being government to like make evil things happen. So and like the judge in Honeymoon's Over, like they are always in our world somewhere hiding. And so this is just what they do. It's scary. That's scary. It makes me wonder, like, what happened to the kids that were switched out. And it makes me think and wonder, like, maybe they have something to do with Christy. 
Maybe, possibly. And think about this. It's like a Changeling, like in the book Changeling Places. <laughs> Except That's with true. Elf, it's a demon. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm so I'm so enwrapped with this whole like Billy story, Kevin. I need to know more. <laughs> it's getting I, to a point where I'm like, we're halfway done with the season and I don't know about her yet. Oh, you want to know, but you might regret that decision. Just say. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. Paige goes to see Henry at the office. Henry hasn't been getting back to her with work being cray. Henry invites Paige to dinner, but she busy. Henry invites Paige to P3 at 9 p.m. (laughs) Like, is it really romantic to take someone to a place that they own? <laughs> Maybe it's just convenient. I mean, it's just yeah. their hangout spot. I mean, it, it's not. It's, I don't think it was going to supposed to be like a fancy date, but maybe just uh, just a time to like get drinks and chat because it's still relatively new. So okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, but I got you. But maybe once things get. Established, maybe there'll be a sexy dinner sometime. I don't know. Maybe he'll even take her to P4. P4? Getting my PS4 on. Yeah. But that, my PS4 is so old now. Like, it's so old. <laughs> even though I don't have a PS5 yet, it's fine. Whatever. Anyway, uh. I know. Scene five. On the streets of the palace. Um, On the streets... Billy's parents are waiting for her in a bad part of town. I love that all the, like the sexy thugs are watching them. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Look, look at my piercing brown eyes. Oh. <laughs> I mean, maybe that was just me. I don't know. <laughs> 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 uh, Nanta Haysburg is in, into across. the street, across the street, watching them. She's like, oh, the witch has friends. Oh, well. Maybe I'll wait. <laughs> the parents look so like, yeah, blah, they're, so, they're so vanilla. I know. <laughs> it's like, hey, Billy, I don't wear makeup when I come to see you. I just have a plain Jane face all the time. <laughs> and I, I, hey, Billy, I just got off work from the bank. I like, I just. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> but Papa Jenkins is kind of cute, though. He's kind of cute. But yeah, definitely Blase Da. Both of them are just like, yeah. mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back at the manor, Phoebe is trying to talk to a lady at work as Piper vacuums. Wyatt is horsing around, winky face. And Chris is crying. Phoebe gets irritated with the noise and wants to go upstairs, but Piper pushes her into staying. Phoebe points out that Piper is... (laughs) Overconfidating, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, and then here, listeners, it says overconfidating. It's supposed to be overconfiscating, but I like overconfidating. I really love that word. I really do. (laughs) So Piper is overconfidating for Leo being gone. Just then the doorbell rings. It's fucking Billy and her fucking parents. But yeah, Wyatt is hella cute in that little outfit. Yeah, he is. Nay! 
<laughs> and Chris was super cute too. Just saying, like, dee, 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 dee. you know, I was like, dead. This is so adorable. <laughs> All right, scene seven. Fast forward. Shush now with my. Nope. No beeping to me. Okay. Fast forward to scene straight out of hook. Oh, bangerang. Bangerang, Rufio. <laughs> This table is covered in food. It's not as colorful as I would like it to be, but sure. Uh, <laughs> Billy's parents do their best not to look at her. Things be awkward. I'm just like, why is this dinner so awkward? What? Like, you can't yeah. talk at all? Everyone's just sitting there like, silence. <laughs> I'm like, what? I don't know. It just seemed, there's, there's no reason for it to be this like, awkward. It's like, they have no history, so I don't know. But sure. Paige excuses herself to go see Henry. She's like, "Well, this was fun. I got some, I got some drinks to go do with my parole officer." And then the parents are like, "Parole officer? Is she a hooligan? Is she a, is she a criminal?" Oh, oh. Her parents don't want to talk about it. Oh, I missed something. Okay, as Billy's parents try to leave, Billy asks about Christy. Her parents don't want to talk about it. A fly attacks Billy's mom. This fly. <laughs> it's like look at me look at me look at me I'm a fly it's going all around the table I'm like oh my god <laughs> it was so distracting I thought it was part of the episode like oh no the fly is a demon or oh no the fly is going to poison her but it really is just like a murderous fly the same one that attacked uh, the vice president <laughs> yes Mr. President yeah no but yeah that fly <laughs> see if it was me with my reptilian powers I could be like Psh! I got you, fly. <laughs> but, you know, they got to resort to becoming assassins for them to get it. So just saying. Yep. Anyway, Billy called her parents, you got to cold-hearted assassins. Ah! And that's what they turn into. Billy's mom gets hot. She's like, I finally got that makeup that I've been looking for. <laughs> And she goes, this fly, I hate you. Let them take my knife and fly this knife, a knife this fly into the wall. Hiya. <laughs> Pepper reveals, <laughs> I love that you put this down in here. <laughs> she's like, Phoebe's like, Phoebe's like, Piper, what did you put into the food? She's like, food in the food. <laughs> I just love that. It's so perfect. <laughs> Billy's parents, Carl and Helen don't seem to remember her. <laughs> Piper sends Billy, fucking Billy, and Phoebe away to find a way to fix Carl and Helen. <laughs> Why do you say Carl like that? Do <laughs> 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 well, you, you watch me? You've seen me on TV before, right? Yeah. There's like, the character Lorraine. She's like Carl. Oh, Carl. That was her husband's name. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's what, so that's why I was like, oh, oh, Carl, like, I don't know. But yeah, that's why. <laughs> Every time you say it, it sounds like you're saying, Kyle. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. uh, Carl, come on, Carl. Carl. <laughs> uh, there you go. <laughs> Phoebe and Billy march into the attic. Billy realizes that whatever she says comes true. Phoebe reveals to Billy the power of projection. 
Maybe Billy had manifested a new power since her emotions had been all over the place. Typical woman being emotional. <laughs> Piper calls for help from downstairs. I get so emotional, baby. Um, but yes, yes. So projection. We've talked about projection before. Do you know who else has the power of projection? Oh, shitballs. Um... You're gonna be like, oh my god! Once you, once you tell you, because it's like so obvious. Okay, tell me. Wyatt. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! It's so obvious. <laughs> oh, because he brought the dragon to life. He's right? done lots of and things before. Yeah, dragons to life. He's he um, down Piper and Leo. Mm-hmm. He can whatever he thinks, he can make happen. That's crazy. And yeah, and so it's weird that like. It was never mentioned before now because Wyatt's been doing this for years. And he was like, I've been reading about this new power called projection. You must be very powerful. I'm like, he's right here. Projection exists in your life for years now. So I don't know. <laughs> Somewhere in the other room, like Wyatt just ripped the head off of Barbie here. Phoebe <laughs> be like, what's that? It's new. <laughs> but yeah, it is a definitely a very powerful thing that anything you think could be manifested. Yeah, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. So Billy's got this thing going. Powerful. So there you go. Phoebe and fucking Billy rush in to find Piper tied up. The Jenkins jumped her, tied her up, and went out looking for an arsenal. She's like, why did you freeze? They were too fast. They're so crazy quick. But yeah. Yeah. Piper's kind of like not on it with the powers this episode. But like, I'll give it to her. She's distraught. Over Leo, yeah. so that's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. You've got excuses. I get it. They're valid. Yeah. <laughs> At P3, Paige searches for Henry. She asks the bartender if anyone has been looking for her. Just then, she gets a call from Piper. She wants Paige to come help, come home to help with the Jenkins. Phoebe scries online for them. Mm-hmm. But I love how she answers the phone like she thinks it's Henry, and she, she's like, "Nope." She's like, "Oh, well, this is why you're supposed to check your phone before you answer it." <laughs> yeah, and this is like before caller ID, I think. Maybe. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think it showed the phone number though, so she yeah. probably would have recognized the phone number. But whatever. Whatever's. But yeah, like Henry is over thirty minutes late once again. And my first thought was, it's probably due to his job. Like, he's so in love with her, he's not just ditching her to ditch no. her. Right. So in love with her. Mm-hmm. Scene mm-hmm. 11. At a warehouse, the Jenkins are 007 around. They sexually bust two crooks. Helen is good at hiding things on her body. <laughs> Let me slide She had, this like, point. six knives. <laughs> Ooh, yes, on my leggards, on my, on my ankles. Oh, leggard. <laughs> See, we make up words. That's what we do. But I've been saying leggards for years. Okay. <laughs> now you all get to hear. All the Hallowags get to hear. I haven't said that word in a while. Hallowags. I wanted to make sure people know. But the bounty of my, my leggards. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> and I walk outside. I put on when I, when I walk outside. I put on a jaqueta. Ew! 
Okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Back at the manor, Paige joins her sisters and Billy. They go over the plan to stun the Jenkins and then turn them back. Paige takes over brewing the potion. Piper says she can't help fight because she has to watch the boys. Phoebe offers to stay behind, but Piper doesn't want to go. Phoebe goes instead. So this is, we're seeing Piper, like, freak out. Leo's gone. I have to raise these boys on my own. I can't be, like, fighting demons. Yes, it's starting to hit her, you know. Yeah. And I really think this this is something realistically Piper would go through. So I really like this little tidbit. And I like the way that they're kind of showing us slowly that Phoebe sees a problem and she knows she has to do something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, things are, are playing out. Mm-hmm. 13. Fucking Billy, Paige, and Phoebe all been to the scene of the Jenkins attack. Kyle and Helen come out. They still don't recognize fucking Billy. Phoebe throws the potion, but Kyle shoots it. The Jenkins shoot at our girls. Paige orbs them out. <laughs> ah. So, this reminds me, I think I've brought it up before, but this reminds me of um, Weird Science. Do you remember that movie? I do. Weird she, Science. She, like, makes um, his parents forget in that, too. And they're like, who's Gary? <laughs> <laughs> He's our son, Gary. <laughs> that's so, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. I was like, I'm your daughter. I was like, no, let's just make out instead. Yeah. You know? oh. and like, <laughs> um, but yeah, so they, they're like, all oh, sexy, shoot him up. I got some money now. I got some jewelry now. We're so cool. And I have to give it to her, like, the actress who plays Helen, they made her look like such a frumpadump. <laughs> because when she transforms into Mrs. Witch, like, she's really? hot. She's oh. so hot. And I, it's such, it's such a, a stark difference. And it's, it's, like, it's so cool. It's so cool. Because, yeah, she looked really kind of scary, ugly, like, get away from me, ma'am. And now she's like, oh, Oh. But you know what I think it is too? I think it's her acting because she plays it as two completely different characters. Like mm-hmm. she's so frumpy and quiet as the regular yeah. mom that she's just so loud as the cool mom. Mm-hmm. I'm really, I really do enjoy this actress. I think she did a really great job. So, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Back at Dalvos's office, <laughs> Nanta reports <laughs> 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 she reveals that the Charmed Ones are now involved. Nanta tells Davos to keep pretending he's human so the Charmed Ones stay off his back. She's going to hire the Jenkins to kill Grant so that no one is in his way to own the company. So this, it gets a little convoluted right here. <laughs> well, have you ever, Phoebe mentions it in this episode, but I kept thinking, I, I forgot she mentioned it in this episode, but I kept thinking, this is so Manchurian Candidate. Did you ever see those movies? Either the old one oh or the remake? God, I know. I, I made a note when uh, Phoebe mentioned it, because I love the original with Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury. So good. Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Like, I thought the the redo was good for what it was, but it kind of was just like a generic modern spy movie, where the original was like original. 
Yeah. I mean, it was good. And it's terrifying to think of the power that this woman had over him, you know? Ooh. But, uh, yeah. So it's totally that vibe. And I'm like, and then V mentions it's like, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. But I Manta. Love that. That goes into her character, too, because Phoebe's all about old movies. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I, this Nanta, the look of her, she kind of looked like a lesbian from the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can see that. <laughs> I don't know what is up with all these like evil women in this, but they're all like lesbians. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> she's like, I'm, I'm Carol Brady, but Eva... <laughs> <laughs> she looks like I'm I'm Carol Haiti. <laughs> Call me Nanta for short. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. Fifteen. Carl and Helen are getting it on in a hotel room when Davos, Mr. Davos, shows up with a suitcase. He offers them money for a death. I want to hire you to be an assassin. Assassin. <laughs> I just say that multiple times because, you know. Assassin. 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 Yeah. Anyway, the suit guy's suitcase has guns and IDs. <laughs> He offers whatever they want for the death of the Grant, and they just go, yeah, he's like, what will you give us? Whatever you want. Oh, whatever we want, he says. (laughs) We're in. (laughs) But just how bad was their marriage that they have to start killing people to find each other attractive again? (laughs) I know. You're so hot now that you can kill people. Mm. <laughs> Fuck me, Mr. Jenkins. Oh, Mr. Jenkins, your whatever is ready. Your knife leggered. <laughs> All right, back at the manor. Fucking Billy is tracking her parents. Paige tries to console her, but really should just shut up. Billy reminisces on the good old days when her parents were happy. Then Christy got taken and everything changed for the worst. The doorbell rings. Paige goes to answer it. So it makes me wonder, like, when in Kill Billy Volume 1, when she was having those memories of Christy being taken, did she, like, just remember that Christy was being taken? Or did she just remember that or just realize that it was a magical influence? Because now she's having all these memories. Yeah, because I feel like she repressed that it was magical, like the Mm -hmm. demon part of it. I think she knew that she was taken. Yeah, and she probably just moved on. But now she's like, oh, now I know more information, and I have to reinvestigate, reopen the case. Yeah. And, like, from the way the parents are acting right now, my mind went to, oh, my God, they made some sort of bargain where they, like, gave Christy away to get something back. Oh, but that was my theory. But of course, now we know kind of what happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where are we? 17. 17. <clears throat> Henry <clears throat> is at the door. He's been trying to call Paige, but she's ignoring him. He's like, I called you. Yes, but after the fact, you missed the point, Henry. Get with the program. <laughs> 
uh, one of his parolees skipped out and he had to check on them. Paige be mad that Henry didn't think to call. Oh, before standing her up. See, Henry asks Paige point blank what she's hiding. And I'm like, oh, like, what are you hiding? Oh. Things? This, she's like, this is not about me. What? It's you're the one in trouble. <laughs> like, they're acting like they're married. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she's like, it's like, and he's like, what are you hiding? And he's like, oh, God, you're married, aren't you? Which I love that she went to that um, theory. Do you know why? Wasn't she with... <laughs> Wait. Wait, oh, it was um, Norman Redis, right? Yes, Nate mm-hmm. was his name in season five, episode 20, Sense and Sensibility. And <laughs> I know... Um, uh, well, actually, that was the first episode. Then there was another one in Necromancy in the Stone is when she fa- did the tree spell on him. And um, But yeah, um, she found out he was married. So I think she she's still traumatized by that because she keeps thinking someone is, else is married. <laughs> yeah, well, I would be too because, yeah, once it happens once and you get paranoid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Henry is not married. He just had trouble getting close to people. And he senses Paige is hiding something. Phoebe reveals that her parents have stopped moving. We got them. We tracked them down. The sisters all talk about possible reasons for Christie's disappearance. And this is where, like you said, the Manchurian Candidate reference comes in. And I wrote that yeah. note. Yes. And look at us. We already talked about it. So aren't we cool? We're so cool. <laughs> at a work event, ugly people in suits gather to eat ugly Davos is talking to Grant. Billy, Piper, and Paige show up to find her parents. Carl pretends not to know (laughs) Helen and sits with her. Grant takes the stage. Carl and Helen sneakily put together a gun recorder thing under the table. Carl (laughs) shoots, but Piper freezes time. Paige throws the bullet away. Ow, 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 hot. (laughs) <laughs> Nanta shows up and reveals the plan in an evil monologue. Davos gets up, revealing he wasn't freezed at all, and shoots Grant. Everyone is running in all different <laughs> directions for reasons. But yes, it does say in Dow, Kevin, I had you on my mind, apparently. There you go. Oh, winky face. Yes. Can I just guess and they got to show you? <laughs> but yes, this was a crazy. Well, first of all, I love when they're like at the table, they're like, here's this thing. Here's this thing. Let's put them together. Ooh, our contraption is being formulated. Oh, yes. <laughs> I know. At first, I was like, "Are they going to record him to death?" And then they started like taking apart. I was like, "Oh, it's a gun recorder thing," which makes it was sense. strange. Yeah, but it was cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then Nanta's like, "Even if you vanquish me, it won't change anything. They will still be blamed for the murder." <laughs> She's like, "He's not dead yet." Oh, just wait. <laughs> yeah that was actually a really cool scene because you're kind of thinking like oh they thwarted them and then like Davos stands up and shoots and you're like ah <laughs> like what yeah I thought I'm like <laughs> very very slick Nanta lady yes <laughs> Nanta Claus <laughs> oh 
Must be Nanta. Must be Nanta. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and then everyone screams, <laughs> and they run away in all the different directions. Like you said, <laughs> I know. I just thought it was funny that they like usually you'd see everybody run towards exit or something, but there's just people like crisscrossing every single way, which is why I pointed it out. Exactly. It's like move, get on my way, get my path. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, nineteen. Oh, look at the manner. Phoebe had just finished her article, and it's brilliant. Phoebe is taking it out with a co- oh, talking it out with this rando glasses lady yeah. <laughs> that we've never seen before. <laughs> She's like, "Tell me what you talk, what you wrote about." Like, who is this lady? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking it out with a coworker when Piper, Paige, and fucking Billy orb in. They tell Phoebe the whole sitch on Billy's parents. And here's where we get the first hint that Phoebe realizes to help the twins that are fucking, one of them has to move out for their privacy. And you're like, hmm, Phoebe, this was what you came up with for them, huh? Not for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I thought, I mean, I know like the sisters have to be more independent at some point, but it just kind of sucks that right now, right after Piper lost Leo and she's struggling with the kids, he's like, I need space. <laughs> I need to move out. And remember last time they orbed out, it hurt Piper so much. Both of them moved out at the same time in season six. Mm-hmm. And Piper was so kind of she wanted to be supportive, but she was so lost. So now is like now, now is your perfect moment. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Just I mean, yeah, it sucks for Piper, but I kind of get Phoebe's point too. Like, they're not her kids. Like, mm-hmm. she needs to have her own life and do her own thing. Yeah, but it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Mm-hmm. I know you already know. Well, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so do you think Phoebe will move out? I think she will. I think it would be a interesting storyline to like leave off with the sisters being like independent in their own lives at the end of the show. So I could see it mm-hmm. going through. Okay. Okay. Damn yeah. it, you're setting me up. <laughs> <laughs> Back at the banquet. Davos is being interviewed. He tells the media that fucking Billy's parents may have wanted to kill Grant as something to do with fucking Billy coming to see him the day before because she was asking questions about him being abducted when he was young. Look at them trying to play behind the scenes. They're so, mm, they're still trying to be so clever and sneaky, these people. This Nanta's plans. Oh. Oh, Nanta. <laughs> and so, and this is when they, they talk about him being like a human demon, and that was always confusing to me. A human demon? We'll talk about that at the end, but I don't know. Okay. <laughs> 21. Dalvos, Mrs. Dalvos. I keep thinking of uh, Bedazzo. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Dalvos. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but no, Dalvos returns to his office. Alone. He asks Nanta how long until he's chairman. 
Nanta tells him to wait for an acceptable mourning period, then make a move. Look at her. She's just a schemer. She's like, I know how the world yeah. works. Like, yeah, I like her. In the meantime, they'll take out loose ends. Oh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Carl exits a cab. Him and Helen are given a new mark. Oh. Oh. Whoever could it be? Who could it be? Actually, I was surprised at who it was. I thought it was going to be fucking Billy. I know, right? <laughs> Back at the manor, Phoebe is trying to scry for Helen and Carl, but they keep splitting up. Billy, fucking Billy, is watching the Dalvos broad, broad, broadcast. <laughs> she shows Piper and Phoebe. Fucking Billy realizes that her parents have been searching for Christy. Phoebe realizes that if Christy and Billy have powers, so should Carl and Helen. Phoebe had the idea to use a new and totally original spell we haven't seen yet. <laughs> to call a lost witch. Huh. <laughs> huh. <laughs> <laughs> the spell is used constantly. <laughs> yeah. And that, I didn't realize it while I was watching it, but now I have a question for you at the end, but I'm sure you okay. know where I'm going to go. <laughs> okay. We will see. Yes, we will. We will get, I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> Carl. Carl. I don't know. I can't say it like you do. Carl. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> and Helen prepare to kill each other. They are the marks. They sexually threaten each other with guns until they're, they're orbed into the manor. So this is where it gets very Mr. and Mrs. Smith. This is where they're yes. trying to go. So, yeah, it's like, I'm Angelina Jolie, and I'm Brad Pitt. Oh, we love each other, but we must kill each other. <laughs> Did you like that movie? I only saw it once, and I can't remember. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was fun, but I also only saw it once. So I guess yeah. it wasn't that good. It was all the way back in 2005, 2006, and I think, I mean, I thought I enjoyed it, but probably nothing that's mind-blowing, you know. Yeah. All right. 25. Yes. Yes. Back at the manor, Helen turns her gun on Piper right before she can freeze them. Fucking Billy and Phoebe look on all scared like, oh, Carl and Helen threaten the girls with violence. Billy stands up to her parents and makes them sad about Christy. The spell is broken. And, oh, I love it. And her page, she has an idea to clear Helen and Carl's names. <laughs> I think you just turned into a Disney villain before my eyes. You were so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> Everything has a punctuation. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I thought this was a pretty nice scene. Um, you know, Billy, you know, the crying was nice. The sad story was nice. I mean, a little a little cliche, but nice. <laughs> yeah, I felt like Kaylee Kuoko did a good job. I feel like um, any one of our three sisters would have put a little more, like, sadness into the performance. Mm -hmm. So, like, she did fine, but they could have done better. Yes. It was cliched, but it does push the story ahead, though, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And 
because I know some of the crying she does later. Like, mm. this was actually one of her good crying scenes. Some other crying scenes she does are a little bit laughable. Uh-oh. But then you're, oh. but but yeah, we'll get there when we get there and see. See, I mean, how about you put that in your head and see if you can call out when I laugh. Okay. <laughs> Back at the press gathering, Davos re-enters the scene. He announces he won't be taking the company public because it is really him. He says he won't be the next chairman because he shot Grant. This is definitely Davos saying all this and no one else. Davos walks around the corner and turns into Piper. What? It wasn't really him? Qua, I know. How <laughs> insane is that? I'm a little surprised that it was Piper. I thought for sure it would have been Paige, if anybody, because Paige has the power to glamour already. But Piper did it. Yeah. Sure. I felt the same. I thought it was going to be page because yeah we've seen her do it and like piper seems so lost right now i was yeah. surprised but of all the people i feel like it should have been billy who did it mm-hmm. because this was she was the one that's directly you know involved with her parents and everything mm-hmm. and yeah and like in a way like the guy betrayed her because he acted like he was a victim like christy but he was really part of the sinister plots mm-hmm mm-hmm 27. In his office, Davos is confronted by Nanta. These names. She tells him about what hairball. What? <laughs> I think what happened. <laughs> I, loved, I loved your conviction. Like, you trusted me. What hairball? <laughs> like, there's a hairball on TV? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the typos that you write are like the best thing ever. Okay. Um, <laughs> she tells him about what happened on TV. Mans, Nanta, <laughs> pulls a gun and says, it's time to tie up loose ends and shoots Davos, but off screen. Like, this is dark. It is. She's, I'm like, oh my God. She's like, you, she's like, you fool! We're ruined. They know they like they played. We had them, but they played dirty and they ruined your name. Now I'm left with nothing. All those years of planning wasted, and you know she has to take care of business. I really like Nanta. I really hope we see her again, even though I doubt we will. But like in my mind right now, Kevin, I imagine like Nanta is almost like a lieutenant of this huge underground demon thing happening. So I'm excited to see like, yeah. who she works for. I mean, she is so clever and so smart. And I, I really like her as a villain, even though she has her yeah. that 70s lesbian haircut. She is so good. <laughs> and well, she has the haircut and her name is Nanta. So, I mean, that's enough reason to just want more. <laughs> <laughs> I want presents, Nanta. (laughs) Back at the manor, the sisters talk about what they'll be doing in 30 years. That's because Nanta will be back in 30 years. Yeah, Nanta will be back. For Wyatt and Chris. Like, it'll be their problem. That's what they say. Like, ooh, Wyatt and Chris is the next generation. Is there a comic (laughs) about that yet? I wish, but no. (laughs) Piper asks Phoebe about her column. 
Phoebe said she suggested one of the twins move out. It seems like Phoebe is hinting. She looks at an apartment listing, so she is li- mm-hmm. hinting. <laughs> Only one left! Better get it now! <laughs> <laughs> if I would get one free. <laughs> right? <laughs> Here's a catch. It's included. (laughs) (laughs) A cat has hairballs, Kevin. Hairballs. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. What's happening? I don't know. 29. Paige enters Henry's office. She asks why he's hard to get. I was going to say, ask why he's hard. I'm like, oh, why? (laughs) Well, she asks why he's hard to get close to. Henry says bouncing around foster homes took its toll on him. He goes into fight or flight mode. Paige kisses him. Ever so softly. Yes. She's like, time. It's like, oh, your sad story about foster care is so hot. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me again why you were sad. (laughs) You just fucked up. I know. (laughs) But you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna weigh TMI right here, but it's been a while since I TMI'd. I've been in multiple situations where like I was getting broken up with once and like crying on the couch, but something about the situation made me so hard, Kevin. I don't know. I read about it online. Apparently it happens to some guys where like when you're sad, you get hard. <laughs> so it was a hard on she saw. I knew it. Right. See? <laughs> See? You called it. <laughs> I think that's why so many people have like breakup sex because you get sad, you get hard, and then like you got to get rid of it. So you celebrate yeah. the renewed relationship. Yeah. Emotion, <laughs> endorphins, adrenaline, get it all out there. Yes, yeah. mama. <laughs> In Billy's old room, Helen tells her about Christy. Billy doesn't seem to have too many memories of her sister. Billy asks why they didn't tell her they were looking for Christy. Helen says they wanted to try to give Billy as normal a life as possible. Helen reveals her mom was a witch, and she knew her her girls are too. Billy promises to find Christy. Helen gives Billy Christy's diary and says they never could figure out that last entry. This random symbol scary magic thing sure yeah i don't know what this means but it must be something (laughs) so here's where i'm a little confused okay because they used to call a lost witch which called the parents but then in this scene did i hear wrong didn't the mom say maybe it skipped a generation and then Mm -hmm. so the mom's not a witch right no the mom and the dad are not witches none of them are witches her grandmother was yeah. So to call a lost witch shouldn't have worked on the parents. No. <laughs> so I think, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Because I know they were talking about using it. And they said they said something in there about like, you know, oh, she says, because they're enchanted. She's like, they're not a witch, uh, but they're enchanted. Um, okay. So they're, they must... <laughs> Did they did they show them perform the spell or did they just mention it? They just mentioned it. 
So they might they could have reworked it for it to make it, you know, appropriate to whatever they needed to do. That's true because they could have said like like enchanted parents, parents or something. Or yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Yeah. Things. But Phoebe does say at one point that, well, if you two are witches, your parents must be witches. So she does have the she idea does. from that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's something in the family. So we know, yeah, she she knows it has to be something inherited. But yeah, yeah. it's not her parents, but the grandparents. Okay, interesting. I know. So I guess, was it worth the wait? This one's totally worth the wait. Like, once you see James L. Conway's on it, you know it's going to be quality. But, like, it managed to have that charmed charm, if you will, of being, like, silly yet dangerous. But yet we get a lot of story from this episode, which I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. And this, it show, goes to show more of that underground demon evil, like, infiltrating the real world, which is cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I... I don't remember liking it as much as I did this time around. I remember watching it and think it was okay, but I liked it more now as I've grown up. That's good. Uh, yeah. Now that we're closer so, to the parents' age than Billy's. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> so here we are. We're halfway through the season. I have a question to ask you. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Is season eight so far better or worse than you were expecting it to be? Based on all the, the say, bad mojo that people are getting and giving it, you know? I would say overall better. Um, there has been quite a few clunker episodes along the way, but I feel like this overarching story with Billy is very intriguing, at least thus far. So, like, it makes me not hate this season. Okay. Yeah. Because I've, I've had friends that even the, um, the one from – the set episode, I don't know if you listen to it yet, but the set episode, um, he does not like to acknowledge season eight. Like so many people want to believe that it ended with seven and eight doesn't exist at all. They just hate mm. season eight so much. I'm like, see, I can't, I can't just ignore season eight altogether because I do think there are some good things that they do, even if it's not the best season, even if it's not what, you know, the same charm that we know, it's still something and it's still likable. Yeah. I mean, I'll say this, it's not, because I, I was warned that season eight is very different, and it's not mm-hmm. as different from the rest of the series as I thought it would be. I could see, though, if this was something that I was watching like relis- or religiously every week, and it got to the beginning of season eight, like, I could see how that turns people off and turns them away and leaves that bad taste in their mouth, because it started off so rough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So once once we get through the like identity crisis, I'm I'm okay, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Did you have any other notes you wanted to bring up? Um I wanted to bring up one thing before well cuz okay. Davos is like a human demon they say. Like so it was up so what happened is did like the whole change in thing. They took a mortal and kidnapped it and put our demon in its place. But the fact that a demon got shot by a gun seems odd to me. Yeah, it was too simple. Demons don't usually get hurt by guns. You can shoot demons and they're just like, whatever. I can, that's nothing to me. So I don't know. Was it a magic gun? <laughs> Did it have special magic bullets in it? 
was there like energy ball in there? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They didn't show us. Yeah, but yeah, and then the whole world believes he committed suicide, and uh, but yeah, it's, that was just a little a weird thing to me, but yeah. Okay, so notes. I don't think there's a lot in here that are interesting. <laughs> this is the first episode to consist of all female main cast since Morality Bites. That's cool. That's really it. <laughs> so. Oh, here's here's a funny. It says, continuity errors. Phoebe tells Billy that she has never seen the power of projection in use before. However, Wyatt has used the power on several occasions before this episode, but has never named. That's so funny. I didn't. Uh, see? I called it out. I didn't even know it was in there. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, look, here's something here. Carl Jenkins was summoned to the manor through the Lost Witch spell while it was established that his daughters gained the magic from their mother's side. Hmm. So I guess only if it was anything, because even if, even though the mother wasn't a witch, she still had the blood in her. So it should have been only her that was called and not him. So that's why it's a continuity error they say in here. Interesting. That's true, though. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she. Well, we don't know for sure though, because the dad didn't tell us if he got it from his side too. That's true. We don't know his side of the story. We only know her. Yeah. So you never know. But who knows? I mean, mm-hmm. details. <laughs> then I'm that done. brings us to everybody's favorite game, Kevin. Oh yes, oh yes, let's do it. It's time to play everybody's favorite game. Fuck me. Yeah. All right. Let's start with because he was like the least role. Grant Pelham, played by Colby French. Oh, that poor dude. He didn't stand a chance. No. Uh, no, no. I mean, okay. no. <laughs> How about Nanta, played by Megan Fay? <laughs> oh my Nanta! Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I love her, but she's not sexy to me. Yeah, so I'm gonna do her too. She's a little too scary. Yeah. I mean, I would have nightmares. If I close my eyes and I saw her face, I have nightmares. So. (laughs) (laughs) How about Rod Davos, played by Sean McDermott? You know, he was kind of cute, wasn't he? He was a little cutie with his, even though his acting, it's so funny. Like the minute he came on stage, on stage, on on the screen, um, he just felt very like, I'm telling you, very performative, you know. He was like, well, Billy, la, 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 la. So, like, <laughs> I, I guess it was trying to be, like, a demon, trying to play a role, but he felt, didn't feel like a real actor to me. <laughs> um, but he is super cute. So, yeah, why not? I'd fuck him. <laughs> Where's my list? I forgot to look at that. Okay, where would I put him? Oh, I have, I have such a short fuck list right now. One, two, three, four, five, six. I only have eight on my list right now. Wow. Um, I'm going to put him under Eve. Under Eve. Okay. So that puts him as number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight on your list. Yes. 
And for me, I'm not that into him. So I don't okay. Want him. <laughs> okay. How about Carl Jenkins, played by David Starzik? Oh, you like him. You think he's kind of cute. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle, I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put him in my fuck two as number 10. Last on the list. Wow. So I actually think he could be good husband material. I just think he needs a little to be blazada. shaped a little. Yeah. yeah, you just need to like get him out of his shell. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try a marriage with him. I'm gonna put him as number nine on my marry list, just above okay. Victor Bennett. Okay. And how about Helen Jenkins, played by Barbara Niven? That name sounds so familiar. I wonder if she's been in something we've seen before. I was trying to look her up. But, oh, Barbara Niven, Helen Jenkins gives me all kinds of wishy-washy feels. <laughs> huh. Let's see. I, I'll i put her in my Mary, but only if she dresses up like her assassin. Okay. <laughs> assassin. Because I, I thought she, the, the scene with her at the end, too, is really nice. Because even that scene at the end, it seems like she's opened up more, too. She isn't so, like, milquetoast like she was in the beginning. Like, Because uh, she... <laughs> had substance she had personality in that scene you know mm-hmm. um so i'm gonna put her in my mary let's see under uh, victor bennett wow so that gets rid of speed off your mary list yeah and that oh, means- this is like the first time i kicked somebody off i think maybe not yeah. but it feels like it and that makes helen number nine for you yeah uh, for me, even though I really liked her as the Mrs. Witch character, um, I'm going to kill her. Sorry. Okay. Sorry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kevin. Sean. Are you ready for this game? I've, I hope you like it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it's called Which Smith Is It Anyway? <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to give you a little blurb about somebody with the last name Smith, and you tell me who it is. <laughs> I once knew a man with a wooden leg named Smith. What was the name <laughs> of his other leg? <laughs> so this Smith fell in love with a Native American princess. Oh, John Smith. John Smith. Okay. This, this is how we say hello. Mungapo. <laughs> This Smith was a short-lived model, Playboy bunny, and TV actor. Anna Nicole Smith. You got it. Yay. This Smith acted like they can erase people's memories of aliens. Mm, I don't know this one. Erase people's memories of aliens. Is this from a movie? Maybe. This person acted like they can erase people's memories. So it's it's an actor's name. No. Okay. (laughs) Aliens. I don't know. Maybe you haven't seen this movie. Okay, I'll come back to it. Okay. This myth could cure you with one of his infectious tunes. (laughs) 
<laughs> you say cure you? Yeah, cure you. We will, we will cure you. Um, so is it from the Cure band? Maybe. What's that guy's name? What's that guy's name? Smith. Robert. Yes, it is Robert Smith okay. from the Cure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this myth can be heard on the radio today. Like, uh, see, you're in your music. Uh, <laughs> Sam Smith. Yes. Oh, yay! <laughs> <laughs> this Smith found tablets in his backyard. <laughs> the story of Joseph Smith, the American <laughs> Moses. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> it's funny because when I was putting this together, Vicky, I was like, help me with this thing. It's, you know, which Smith is it? And she's like, wait, which podcast is this for? Because you're throwing out Joseph Smith. You're throwing out um, John Smith. Like, I don't know what podcast you're talking about. <laughs> no, no, Joseph. Don't fuck the baby. Joseph Smith, do not fuck a baby. <laughs> All right, you have two more, Kevin, two more. Okay. This myth is on a mission to kill Neo. Oh, oh, Agent Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> this myth is a big nerd who can be silent or direct the whole movie. Kevin Smith. Yay! <laughs> that so, wasn't so bad. <laughs> you missed one of them, though. So this yeah, myth acted did. like they can erase people's memories of aliens. I don't know that one. <laughs> this is Will Smith from Men in Black. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. The whole time you're like, have I seen this movie? I'm like, probably. <laughs> I have seen this movie. All of them. <laughs> All the Men in Blacks. I can be Agent M. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm stupid. <laughs> hey, when you're on the hot seat, you don't always think clearly. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I surprised I got as much as I did, really. So, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. So, what do we have next week? Oh, oh, payback's a witch, baby. Oh. So here's what, what I want. It. Here's okay. what I want it to be about, and I hope it's about. I hope that we finally get more fucking Billy story, and she goes after whoever is whoever told stole Christy, and I hope the sisters don't support her for whatever reason, and it drives that wedge between them even more. Because <laughs> I'm ready to see more of the story, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. That means you fucked hard. You got it completely wrong. <laughs> They're there. They're there. <laughs> Where can people find you, girl? Sure thing. Um, yeah, you can find me at my other podcast, Words of the Witches, all over the place. We're talking about the Queen's Curse this week. So... 
So get some fairy tale action, a little bit of queen action. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, personal page, KGZ87. Yay. You can find me at Sean Perrette on Instagram. You could find our Hanging with the Hollowells Instagram with the link tree to all my projects or all my um, projects, <laughs> websites, <laughs> sales. <laughs> I think I'm still a little bit high. Um, but yeah, find me there. Uh, last week on Once Upon a Cult, we did Flat Earthers. Next week, we're doing Larry Ray, who just went through court for his weird story. So mm, lots of yes. stuff coming. Yes. <laughs> the one that lived in his daughter's dorm room, that one. Yeah. Yeah, so weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Rah! Ha <laughs> ha